It's Friday, October 21st, 2022, and welcome to episode 25 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this edition of the Postcast, COVID-era rent protections come to an end. A new aquatic center is slated for Gene Sweeney Park. Bivalent COVID vaccines now available for ages five and up. You may qualify for free internet service. Time to start dropping hints about getting an electric leaf blower this holiday. Spooky season is in full swing, and a special guest rocked the hornet last week. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story. At the beginning of pandemic, the city of Alameda made a declaration of local emergency. As we went into lockdown, the declaration offered protections, notably to renters, such as the elimination of evictions for non-payment. After this week's city council meeting, those protections are essentially back to where they were prior to pandemic. Additionally, deferred rent will now be due. Perhaps most notable, the return of no-fault evictions, typically used for property improvements and owner move-ins. While the council voted unanimously to end the declaration of emergency, many of the returning regulations will be phased back in over time. For full details, including links to services available to renters who may still need assistance, see Karen Jensen's article at alamedapost.com news. At the same council meeting, much of the focus was on a new city aquatic center. The council approved the creation of the facility, which will be located at the west end of Gene Sweeney Park. Currently, the city's community aquatic offerings are presented at the Alameda and Encinal High School pools through a cooperative agreement with the Alameda Unified School District. Last month, the council approved the spending of $7.5 million toward the building of the Emma Hood Swim Center at Alameda High in partnership with AUSD. Still, this does not meet the needs of the community adult and youth swim programs, which serve over 9,000 people and where wait lists are par for the course. The new facility would be focused on meeting the needs of both competitive and recreational programs. The cost to design and construct the aquatic center, estimated to be between $22 and $25 million. That figure does include completing all of Gene Sweeney Park, infrastructure, community garden, and the tool lending library. The money would be split, with up to 50% coming from the general fund and the remainder financed. Twelve public speakers were unanimously in favor of the aquatic center. Meredith H. noted that swimming is popular among young families. Parents do struggle to enroll children in the limited swim lessons available. Jimmy S. noted that he regularly goes to other cities to enjoy swimming due to the limited pool availability in Alameda. Marshall Dorch, head coach of the Alameda Gators swim team and Neptune's water polo club, said that a city aquatic center would allow Alameda's growth potential for aquatics to come to fruition. While the motion to move ahead with the facility passed unanimously, the vote on funding was 4-1, to one, with Vice Mayor Malia Vela dissenting. The vice mayor objected to funding the aquatic center from the general fund when the city faces a potential recession and viewed it as irresponsible, particularly in light of the city's $200 million in unmet infrastructure needs. See Karen Jensen's full article at alamedapost.com slash news. The latest round of COVID boosters is a little different. You've probably heard the term bivalent. That means it's geared for two different strains, the original virus and the Omicron BA4 and BA5 variants that have been dominant for much of the past few months. Those bivalent boosters are now available to everyone aged 5 and older. Here on Alameda, the boosters are available at Walgreens, CVS, and Safeway, as well as the Alameda County Public Health Department. Multiple health professionals have stated that the bivalent booster is one of our best weapons to keep the winter of 2022 from looking like last winter. Full details and links to schedule your appointment in the October 19th news brief at alamedapost.com news. Are you a participant in a program such as Medi-Cal, CalFresh, WIC, or the National School Lunch Program? 
you may be eligible for free high-speed internet. Head on over to 950 West Mall Square, the old parade grounds at Alameda Point, this Saturday from noon until 3 for Bouncing for Broadband, the City of Alameda's free kickoff event for the Affordable Connectivity Program. There will be a bounce house for the kids, plus food and ice cream all supplies last. To see if you qualify, see the October 19th news brief, alamedapost.com news. Thanks to you, our inaugural candidate forum this past weekend was a big success. Nearly 100 people attended the event at the Mastic Senior Center as the candidates for mayor and city council addressed questions including housing, safety, and more. Kudos to our own Karen Jensen, who kept things flowing along as moderator. If you were unable to attend, we have a couple of ways for you to catch up on what happened. Both of them are at alamedapost.com election. You can read Ken Durr's article showcasing the highlights, or you can watch both forums in their entirety. If you follow the link from our elections page, you can take advantage of the fully indexed videos on YouTube, allowing you to skip ahead to the areas that concern you the most. For the article, the videos, and everything related to November 8th, including Dennis Evanosky's handy election guide, that address again, alamedapost.com election. Dancers, sculptors, videographers, non-traditional spaces. What happens when the arts combine in unusual ways? That's what Tara Pilbrow and Maurice Ramirez aim to find out with Uplift, a series of five dance films that's just entered the production phase. Michael Singman Asti provides a great introduction to this fascinating project. Find his article at alamedapost.com features. Back in September of 2021, the Alameda City Council voted unanimously to end the sale and use of gasoline-powered leaf blowers on the island. Well, that new rule goes into effect January 1st. There is no grandfathering clause in the new rule. Starting in January, gas-powered leaf blowers are forbidden on Alameda. This applies to homeowners and landscapers alike. The city has details and flyers in both English and Spanish available at alamedaca.gov. Search leaf blower. Halloween just around the corner. Alameda is gearing up already. There are some amazing displays out there. I could practically do an entire podcast on spooky season events here on the island. Let's take a moment to do a quick batwing flyby of seasonal offerings. The Alameda Haunters present their 2022 Haunted Maze at 1410 Santa Clara Avenue this weekend and next. You must reserve a spot online. Slots are going fast. The Haunters promise that this is a family-friendly event with no jump scares. Head to alamedahaunters.com to sign up. Alameda Recreation and Parks offering something a little spookier with a 17th annual Teen Haunted House at South Shore Center next weekend, recommended for ages 5 and up. Proceeds benefit the Alameda Youth Committee. See alamedaca.gov recreation. Almanac presents Malediction Manor, Almanac Beer Company's first ever haunted house. The haunt goes live Saturday and Sunday this weekend and next. Malediction Manor is free to attend, but be advised it is recommended for ages 13 and up. Details at Almanac's Facebook page. Also for the grown-ups, check out the Alameda Zombie Crawl this Saturday night. Details on the Alameda Pub Crawl's Facebook page. Our own Liz Barrett has been stirring the cauldron to see what bubbles up to the surface. Starting Monday, check out her ghoulish list of seasonal fun at alamedapost.com features. Now a look at upcoming events of interest to the Alameda community. Unless otherwise noted, details for these events can be found at alamedapost.com events. The friends of the Alameda Free Public Library have their used book sale, and they rightfully proclaim it to be the best used book sale in the Bay Area. Friday through Sunday at the O Club, 641 West Red Line Avenue. All weekend long, check out the Radium Runway Project at the Alameda Taxiway, 2149 Ferry Point, near the new Alameda Waterfront Park, from jazz to the circus to the opera. 
there is something for everyone. The Autumn Wine Stroll comes to downtown this weekend. Premium wine tastings, hors d'oeuvres, and more Sunday, beginning at noon. Again, details for these events at alamedapost.com events. Last Friday night, if you were near the USS Hornet, you might have wondered about the lights and the vintage 1980s rock. Turns out there was a private function, and the entertainment was none other than Brett Michaels of Poison. At least that's what we gathered from Brett's Instagram, as well as a few social media postings. Brett has a fairly active solo band, and the other members of Poison were kind of quiet online. So it looks like Brett was the star of the show. Alameda. You never know what's going to happen. That's it for this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Visit our website, alamedapost.com newsletter to sign up for our weekly newsletter. It's free and we'll never sell or give your personal information to anyone. Don't forget, you can support the Post by becoming a member. There's a support level for every budget, some really cool rewards, but rest assured our content is never moving behind a paywall. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Find the Postcast wherever you get your podcast, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler, and I'll be back next Friday with episode 26 of the Alameda Postcast.